Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Build Muscle and Burn Fat podcast. I want to say first up, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this. All I can ask right now is if you could please give me a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. At this point in time, I'm not putting any adver- advertisements, I'm not making any money off these podcasts. I just want to give you lots of value. So in return, can you please give me a five-star review in Apple Podcasts or even Spotify as well? And if you're listening to the podcast as well, please screenshot it and tag me. Okay, let's get to today's podcast. Today's episode is about for those beginners out there who want to make progress as I adjust my hat. So if you are struggling to see progress, I'm going to give you three tips that you need to do to make sure you can get there. Now, these are going to be obviously very broad, but if I'm being honest, if you can stick to these, this is going to help you get further and farther. Because even for myself, being 14 years down the track, I still find myself trying to do these exact same things so I can make further progress. And I'm no athlete. I'm just another person who's trying to get healthier, trying to get fitter. And yeah, I do want to you know, look a little bit better for my own confidence, but I'm also a realist. I have a real life to attend to with my wife I want to spend more time with, with this business I want to spend time with, with a full-time job that I have as well. And I have other passions that I want to chase as well. So I have to make sure that I understand what I'm doing and this is what's helped me kind of make progress too. So for those beginners out there, I understand what it's like to have to try and juggle a few things, but if you take this on board, I'm gonna be very honest with you, you're probably gonna find yourself more productive in your life because of this. You'll thank me later, hopefully. So the first one I wanna talk about is training. Now, this is for those people out there where training should be a non-factor. You should be training because you enjoy it. You should be training because you like it. But now we're trying to see, are you actually making progress with this? So when it comes to training, you need to make sure that you are consistent with this. Do you have a program? Now, obviously that's not actual the tip, but if you haven't really covered this, this is gonna go a few layers into training first. So first you should always have a program. Now, if you don't have a program, head over to the link in my bio or description box below. There's an hourglass program for the ladies that's gonna be going for $7 at this point in time. Get it now before I have to increase it because I can only take so many people on. And if I make it too cheap, honestly, at this price, a lot of people will actually take on it and then I might be overflowed with work, which is not a bad thing. But now I need to make sure you know what you're doing. So you should have a program now. If you haven't already, you've got that. You can always download some of the free stuff that I have, at least a look at the stuff on my Instagram. I've got plenty of small, short workouts that you can keep making progress on as well. Now on top of that, you should be trying to make sure you get better with your movements. If your lunges are only going halfway down, you can't keep balance, guess what? You're gonna have to get better at your lunges. Each workout should be seeing you get better with your technique if you're in the learning phases, at least 1% per time. It's not gonna be perfect the first time, but you will definitely get better if you keep making mistakes and learning from those mistakes. If you see every single opportunity as an opportunity to learn, not always an opportunity that you've lost, then you're gonna go really far with this. And that's a life lesson for everything. Like I said, I have a lot of passions, business is one of them, and I failed so many of those things. And if you've been following me for a while, a lot of my projects never really lift off the ground because they've failed but I'm still here. Now we've covered all those bases, you're training regularly, you have a program. This is the number one tip when it comes to training, get stronger. Honestly, if you can keep getting stronger, you're gonna keep seeing progress. And what do I mean by getting stronger? And I probably would do this in another podcast, but this is called progressive overload. 
you keep doing what you've always done, you're always going to get what you've always got. But here's the worst part. You also get less returns on your training. And let me totally show you about this in a real life example. Say if you're doing dumbbell rows and if you're always doing five kilos and two weeks time you're still doing five kilos and three weeks time you're still doing five kilos, you've made no progressive overload. And now when you first started in week one, all the way through to week three, yes, you may be getting better with your technique, which is acceptable, might I add, but your body now is not getting these adaptations to make changes. It's not getting that stimulus to push and go, hey, look, this is actually getting a little bit heavier. Let's build those muscles to recover a little bit faster. And that's what's gonna help you, obviously, build muscle, trim the fat, increase the metabolism, decrease those measurements, and start to shape your body as well. So you need to make sure you focus on getting stronger. And this is really good to do with multiple exercises, including your squats, bench, and deadlifts, of course, chin-ups and pull-ups, and that could be using different resistance bands if you can't do those body weight. Getting your push-ups a little bit lower, so range of motion is a form of actually getting better at a movement as well. And might I add, of course, adding weight. So if you can do those things, trust me, you're gonna make great progress. So let's move on to tip number two for those beginners out there. Getting meal regularity. Now, I actually read a bit of a post on uh, Instagram and I thought it was kind of true. Don't get me wrong, I think everyone should have some sort of flexibility when it comes to their lifestyle. If you go out with your friends and eat one meal a week, two meals a week, that seems to be really good for your social outbeing. One meal a day may be something that's quite variable, but you need to control the controllable. And let's be realist about this. I think everyone has the capability of having control of at least one or two meals per day. If you suck at eating breakfast, well guess what? Start to find solutions to work around it and find something that's actually gonna be in line with your goals and actually gonna help you get there. Cause it's easy to go, yeah, I'm just gonna go to Hungry Jack's and uh, get a nice old English McMuffin there, or English muffin, with the bacon and the egg and the processed foods. You could do that. But is that gonna actually help you make movements forward? And we find regularity when it comes easy so we just need to find how we can make regularity healthily and easily too. Now this is something that I did on breakfast times when you know I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, not boasting, it's just life. And there are some people out there who have to do this. The night before, I get my shaker, or my blender should I say, put some fruit, put a protein shake, put some Greek yogurt, and I blend it up because the first thing that I do when I leave the house now is open the fridge and have that on the driveway to work, which is half an hour away. By the time I get to work, it's finished. That's one solution that you have for yourself. What are you gonna be able to do to get this done? And that's one of the regular things that I did at that point in time. Now, I have a plan B as well for variety when I'm at home. Eggs on toast, egg white on toast. This is gonna be something so similar to me where I can just do it as part of routine. Because if I can do that from Monday to Friday for my three early starts and my two late starts, that's gonna be so regular to me that I know what to prepare myself for for lunch and dinner. Yeah, works well. Now for those people out there who are like, oh, what about lunch? There's some substitutes that you can use and I honestly believe that people just don't wanna look for them. Or maybe you don't know about them. I'm gonna be more of an optimist today because I feel like I wanna make your day better. So when you look at it, 
maybe look in your local area. There are some, definitely, even in the small town of Perth where I'm from, there are some businesses out there who actually prep healthy, fit meals that you can buy in bulk and freeze. They make these with healthier suggestions and healthier whole-based foods. They're macro-based and macro-friendly as well. And if you don't know any of these places, just let me know, especially if you're in Perth. Now, if you can buy them, they come to about 10 bucks a meal. Are they the cheapest? No. Are they better than most of the things that you'll find and probably what you'll make? So you have you no know, reduced amount of risk and excuses, so to speak. Yeah, it's probably gonna get you there. You're probably gonna get very far by doing this. Because if you're struggling for time, if you're struggling for effort, then that's all you have to do. Place an order and buy it. It's cheaper than or easier than Uber Eats. Actually, I would say it's cheaper than Uber Eats. So why not get that done? Now this is what I do for myself. I do tend to bulk cook for about three days. I don't do more than that. And just to give you a bit of an idea of how simple it is, on Sunday while I'm watching the basketball, I'll grab a kilo of mince. Right now it's been chicken. I've got one of those frozen cubes of spinach. Surprisingly, I've never noticed about this. They're like 89 cents for four or five cubes. And they honestly just need one cube per one kilo of mince meat. I now put the mince into the pan, put the spinach on there, put some garlic, some ginger, put some fish sauce, put some soy sauce, season it, and guess what? That is one kilo worth of food. That lasts me for five meals, because I eat two a day, and that lasts me until at least Wednesday. For people out there, if you especially tend to be a little on the lighter side, you may only need one packet of mince, which is 500 grams. That's gonna cost you like $9. Split that across for three meals, you've got something that's gonna cost you $2, $2.50, and then steam some bran rice and prep it and put it into a lunchbox and you've got food for the next three days that's gonna cost you less than 12 bucks. So that's gonna save you some money, it's gonna save you some time. If you don't eat it, chuck it in the freezer, take it to work the next day, problem solved. Now you have meal regularity. Season up with some chili sauce if you want to make it tastier. There's so many ways that you can do this. So meal regularity is gonna be something that you can do. I didn't actually expect myself to give you actual physical tips on each one, but here you are, value-packed episode. So number one, get stronger, have your program, get it done. Number two, you've got some meal plans, meal regularity, and control what you can control because now you've only got one meal of the day that you tend to not have um, in control, which may be your dinner, and then you just find another day, and then your weekends become a little bit more fun. All right, let's go with the third one. The third one I've got for you is actually subtraction by addition. And it sounds a bit weird, but let me explain. So I've been listening to a few podcasts because I've always been the type of guy who just does things, you know. I tend not to think. My wife calls me a get shit done guy. And to me, that is actually one of my strengths, but also a big weakness because I forget what it's like to be in your shoes at times. So I need to take a step back and go, hey, get off your high horse and learn. So I'm learning from people out there that they struggle with things like alcohol and drinking this. And one of the other things is making sure that they don't get too much fast food per week. I don't tend to have fast food unless it's the weekend because I want to control what I can from Monday to Friday. And I enjoy those times from Saturday and Sunday with my wife if I do get fast food because you know what, I still love food. But when it comes to Monday to Fridays or your weekdays, this is where most people struggle. So we start to implement the addition subtraction by addition, sorry. 
So one thing that I've said to a client of mine, and it's been working so far, and it has worked in the last few years, is to make sure you have non-negotiables. And you should have non-negotiables in certain parts of your life, from relationships to even your health. The first non-negotiable is you must hit a certain amount of steps. So you must hit at least 7,000 steps is my non-negotiable with a lot of my clients. 7,000, no matter what. If you're going to bed in the next hour and you're at 5,000, better go for a walk. That's my non-negotiable for people. I try and find a certain amount of steps that works well for each of my clients. And to be on average, it's around 7,500. I mark that as a bronze. And 8,500 is a silver, and 10,000 plus is a gold. I don't ask for more than 10,000 deliberately. On top of that, other non-negotiables to help you with this is water. I aim for two liters every single day. If someone struggles with, say, overconsumption of um, takeaway food or alcohol, I say two and a half liters, three liters, see what happens. And we see what happens with the body. They tend to feel a bit too full and go, actually, I don't need that much, so I don't eat as much junk food or I don't drink as much alcohol. I'm like, good on you. Addition by, so subtraction by addition. I'm never gonna get that right. Then on top of that, I go non-negotiables is also training, as we mentioned in step number one. If you can get at least two or three of those, then that's all we do. So I don't actually tell them not to do something, I tell them they have to get this done. If they can get that done, they can do what they want on top of that, but then they start to make some kind of self-bargaining and you tend to do it. Like, why am I doing all this if I'm just gonna shoot myself on foot and drink a six pack of beer on one day on a Thursday because you put so much effort to making sure these non-negotiables get done because now that's your values right there and you need to understand that. I think this is one of the hardest, yeah, I would say so. If you ever do anything that's in consulting, helping people out, this is probably one of the hardest professions because as much as hard as I work to help you, I actually can't do the work for you. You eventually have to sit there and go, okay, what am I gonna do with my life? And I had a guy who done this with me actually a few years ago and I just, it ate me up and it killed me because he was telling me how he wanted to lose 40 kilos and he wanted to do all this, but he wasn't able to make the steps that I just shared with you right there. And then at the end of the day, when his 10 pack of training came up, he goes, you know what? I just don't know why I'm doing this for. I said, well, you told me that you want to lose 40 kilos because you don't want to die young. And don't mean to scare you guys. But he goes, yeah, I don't know about that. And I just couldn't see what I could do. So all I can really do is help the people who can be helped. And I hope you guys are listening to this because that's all I do this for. I am hooked on the feeling of trying to help as many people as possible. And I actually got an email earlier today, which makes me wonder why I'm doing like my fourth podcast for today. Yes, I batched these, I'm sorry. Um, and he said that, thank you so much for putting in the information that you have. And he supported me with obviously a five-star review and um, I just wanna say thank you to the people out there who are listening to this. I closed down one of my um, studios that I ran. You know, it was generating quite a bit of profit, like more than I needed anyway. But it was killing me on the inside because I couldn't help these people who were coming through the door. Same example as I shared before. So I said, you know what? 80% of my problems are coming from 20% of the things in my life. So I dropped my business and now my life is so much better because now I get to do things like podcasts so I can actually help people who are listening and want to be helped and I take that on board and I don't take that for granted at all. So thank you so much for listening if you're listening to this 
And um, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Please DM me on Instagram. Just say, hey, look, I listen to your podcast. And I want to DM you. And we can start a conversation with me because the unfortunate thing with podcasts is I don't actually get to chat with you guys unless you do any of the actions and the links in the below or actually DM me. So I hope that we can actually create a bit of a conversation if you do this for me. And um, I would love to know who's listening and supporting because I want to thank you personally as well. Anyway, that was my three steps for people out there who happen to struggle with making progress, especially if you're a beginner. Make sure you get your training, get stronger. Number two, get some meal regularities. And number three, have some non-negotiables, things that you can keep consistent. So we're going to do that by having a subtraction by addition. I got that right finally. Take care, everybody, and keep building momentum.